Hey, people. I'm Trevor Atkinson, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Cassidy Ray Atkinson. Hello. And this is the podcast, Tell Me You've Seen This. Podcast where I make my wife watch classic movies that every single person in the world has seen. But her. Yeah, but not me. (laughs) For some crazy, strange reason. We have quite the doozy this episode. Oh, yeah. So, love. Yeah. Tell me you've seen The People Under the Stairs. Nope. Seen it. She hasn't seen it. She's got to see it. Doesn't she know that everyone's seen it? Still, she hasn't seen it. I don't understand it. I'm losing my mind. On that note, the people under the stairs. <laughs> right, I've never seen it. I have s- seen it as a youngling, and I don't remember <laughs> much about it. But I think this is a good one to start on because it is your favorite genre. It is. When you were like, "It's a horror movie," I'm like, "Oh, great! I've probably seen it." But I, I've never even heard of this movie before, and you have fond memories of it or just fond, remember no. like, it like like just like flash visuals of like some guy like strung up or something and skinned or like something like what? that like i was very young but like yeah and just i think like ving ving rames is in this movie who's in it ving rames he's who's like that? the um he's like the black dude with tom cruise in mission impossible the first you know one. i've never oh wait you did make me watch <laughs> i almost said i've never seen it again <laughs> so ving rames I He's do like, not know him. How do you not know from the Mission Impossible reference? What else? No, I don't know like what else he was doing. He's done like a lot of stuff. Wait, I'll just look him up real quick and we can cut this part out. <laughs> oh, I know this guy. Um, oh my God. He was in a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone's names. You know this. Of course it comes up Mission Impossible well, star. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's made a bunch of money off. How many of those have they done? Like 80? Are they on six? I don't know. I only I think... watched the first like two, I think. Um. Yeah. Okay. I guess I know him. So he's in this. Vingy Rames. He is in this, and this is like one of I don't know if it's like early, early in his career. I mean, this was ninety one. So. So it's the people under the stairs. It's a ninety one horror film. Right. It's like your classic, like this house in the neighborhood. No one knows what's going on, but they're they're just doing like weird shit. There's like um, like people like under, under their the stairs. stairs i know but like no like seriously like you don't a, say like a i don't know wait, so wait what is okay i love horror movies it's the only genre of movie i willingly watch what genre of horror is this is it like supernatural it's what's craven it is what's craven and how it's do not, i not know this i know what the, what's going on babe it's what's craven and um it's definitely not supernatural. It's like someone doing. Oh, so shady. it's like legitimately someone is living under the stairs. It's like a family who has this house and they keep people on their stairs and they like. Wait, do, what? Do weird stuff to them. Wait, and what? Yeah, yeah, no, like this movie. I I just can't remember that many specifics, but I just remember it from my childhood as something that stuck. Like, there's just like images from it, which is I love that we're starting with this because we're kind of both in the same boat. Because I haven't I, really, you know, um, you know, obviously I haven't seen it in like years. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked, first of all, that you would pick a horror movie because that's my thing. And then two, I feel like I've seen just about every horror movie ever. Not this one. And I've never even heard of this. I'm excited to it's watch classic, it. It's classic, like, um, you know, it's almost like. 
It's 91, but it seems like an 80s movie. I love a good 80s horror movie. Yeah, yeah it seems like an 80s horror. So it's Wes Craven, 91. It's got the guy from Mission Impossible. That's I don't know anything <laughs> about this. Go ahead. I was just going to say when we had Tom Cruise, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge Tom Tommy Cruise Tommy Cruise. He's weird. Scientology, he's Tommy Cruise. He's freaking weird. Did you watch that documentary on, um, on HBO? That documentary, like, Going Clear, is that what it's called? He's in it a lot. You didn't watch it? I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a documentary about Scientology on HBO. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it's freaking weird. And yeah, I, they were, like, auditioning people, women to, to be, be his, his wife. Yeah. Freaking weird. Tommy Cruise. I can't. I just can't even watch him in the Mission Impossible movies because it just makes me think that like he's so weird. He's a American hero. He does all his own stunts. Mm. Yeah, and I think he's kind of maybe brainwashed. I'd have a beer with him. He's. I don't know that Tommy I would. Cruise. Yeah, he makes me nervous. <laughs> I don't. He'd I would like, want Hey, it. have you heard about Scientology? Let me knock on the door. Hey. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Have you heard about <laughs> Scientology and how it can better your life? Did you know that, pass, pay a that lot of aliens money. are in your soul and you're actually an alien soul? Anyway, back to the people under the stairs. <laughs> Speaking of non sequiturs. It is a movie we are going to watch. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch this movie. I knew nothing gonna... about it going into it. The only thing I know about it is what you've told me and then we talked about it earlier today and you Googled it, and you showed me, like, two screenshots from the movie. <laughs> and they are really weird. Yeah, yeah. I it, like the guy that's all leathered up. He looks like... From head to toe. He looks like something out of, like, Hellraiser or some, yeah. like, I really... Mean, I mean... Wes Craven, man. Yeah, that's Dude's true. A... That's fair. I didn't know this was, this was Wes Craven. I don't know anything about... Is it... What's the rating? R. It's I mean, R. It's okay, sorry. I don't know anything about it. Rating. Oh, it's P. It's G. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like seen a G, G horror movie though? I love G horror. Are there G horror movies? I have. No, I have there's absolutely no, G no idea. I have no idea if there's a G horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it though. Wes Craven's like, oh, you know, we're looking for a broad audience. You know, we want to. <laughs> we want it to be really accessible. From your memories of the people under the stairs, what is this? Is it like jump scare? Is it? Uh, I was so little that i just have like images from it i really don't even remember what it was about do you even remember like where (laughs) you were when you were watching it or who you were with how old were you when you were watching i don't know man ask uh david i don't know like (laughs) it was i was a i don't know i don't remember i mean 91 i was what seven yeah you were young but who knows when i actually watched it do you think i should go into it watching a trailer or should i go into it blind I mean, I guess you're kind of almost going into it blind, too. You just have... I think we should watch the trailer. I mean, I don't know. All right. Should we watch the trailer right now? Sure. Okay. Right <laughs> this does look 80s. Already good. In every neighborhood, there is one house <laughs> that so adults true. whisper about. Oh, my God. <laughs> and children cross the street to avoid. Dang. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, you How have I not heard of this? How have I, I not this heard of this? Does it scream like um, yes. 80s horror? Yes. Look at this, man. You got the the black dude, Look the old the- black dude warning. 
got the crazy white lady and her like her weird her subordinate with the slick back hair. It's his like, what? really creepy super white husband. Shades falling. What is that? Yeah, look at that guy. Hey, those were our stairs in our house. Did you see that? Those were the exact stairs we have in our home. God, I hope it's not Edward Scissorhands. He looks like Edward Scissorhands. You see Bing, Ra- Bing Rames has got like a... What is this? The people under the stairs. There we go. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Okay, so you're right. It's got creepy old wise black man warning. It's got yeah. an angry <laughs> Rottweiler dog. It's yeah. got children. <laughs> Creepy white lady with a knife. Like crazy redhead. Yeah. Like her, her like weird subordinate, like white guy with slicked back hair. Whenever you see a He's white got, dude. like an apron on for some reason. <laughs> Whenever there's a white dude with slicked back hair, I'm immediately a little nervous about it. It's like, why are you wearing an apron right now, man? Why is your hair slicked back? Just cut it if you this want it. This is my uh, normal outfit. The outfit that I'm assuming one of the people under mm-hmm. the stairs is wearing looks like um, the outfit from Edward Scissorhands, like what Johnny Depp is wearing. Do you not the get that impression? The leather Depp guy? Yeah. Well, his whole body's covered, even his head. Well, I'm not talking about his head. I'm just talking about like... It looks like he's like S&M in He looks like he's in some sort of kinky porno. That's right. <laughs> no, look, I'm, no, I'm really excited to watch it because I just have all these like unplaced memories unconnected memories about it so yeah i yeah i'm excited i feel like especially since quarantine has started um i have watched a lot of old horror movies things that i have seen like probably like how you feel about people under the stairs that i had fond memories of watching i just didn't remember them so i've rewatched all sorts of old horror movies but um, I've been saving this one. Saving it just for you and just for this podcast. Thank you so much, dear. You're That's... welcome, love. <laughs> mm. The rating system. We're I... doing it out of grape. Go ahead. No, no, please. Are I, we I'm doing old. it with grape bombs? I think we should. And do we have to drink the grape bombs? So, I think it would be kind of fun. And by the way, yes, we're just making this up now as we're recording the podcast. That's how we work best. But, yes, I think we should do like five, just five, instead of stars... They're great bombs. Great bombs. All right. And if a movie sucks a lot, then we only have to do one zero great, great bomb, bomb. Oh. or zero. If it's like completely or like half a great bomb. So if you're saying if the movie is The Abyss, we don't do uh, any great bombs. I know um, some listeners would be completely shocked at that statement. Most I w- listeners, I think, would be shocked. I would challenge everyone to go back. Ed Harris the Abyss. went through hell. For that movie. He went through he so much hell for nothing. And that's why I'm mad about it. Okay. I'm extra well, mad I'm, about The Abyss. Uh, okay. Let's, I hated let's it. Button, let's lock it up. Okay? I lock it up. hated this movie. I am I am low-key afraid your family's going to disown me when I came uh, out said that I didn't like The Abyss. <laughs> I didn't know it was such a treasured classic. Just think Industrial Light and Magic alone. I'm not film. saying it looked bad that's that was not my issue what did you just say earlier that it sucked yeah so that means no no it looked great it looked fine the acting was fine i'm not locking it up (laughs) don't tell me what to do the story (laughs) the story was terrible it was absolutely horrible what aliens i'm go ahead justify it right now i am i am 
speechless. I was Aliens after helping people it. is, you know, it's wonderful. Okay, little little swimming like translucent whatever they were beautiful aliens that served no point to that plot they served no purpose at all no purpose what about wonderment okay what about a small child what small was this boy movie trying i don't want to watch this movie this. yeah I'm, yeah <laughs> i'm mad about i'm okay i'm I'll, two great uh, bombs in i'm gonna be mad about the abyss till i die i'm mad about it you, the go, way... go up to ed harris and say the abyss sucks <laughs> I heard that Ed Harris won't even talk about the abyss because of how yeah, because horrible. It was, <laughs> you know, they shot that at a nuclear reactor like a. I halfway... told you that. Oh, right. I yes. Uh, you always, fascinating info. You always do this where you're like trying to be like, did you know? I'm like, yeah, because I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, cut that out. God bless. Okay, we have gotten way off track. Um, shoot, I, let me go back, check the notes. Are, is there anything else we're supposed to be talking about? We have explained uh, why Trevor thinks I should see this, sort of. I've explained that I have never seen it, mostly. And that's it. And I think we're we're gonna, we're gonna at the point where I have to watch it now, Oh, my right? God. I can't believe that. Anyway, y'all, thanks for listening. We're going to go check this shit out. <laughs> Cute intermission music. <laughs> <laughs> Soft rate in a can is quite satisfying. Yeah. Oh god. I really just like good beer. Bum bum. Turn that shit up. <laughs> oh, you know what that means. <laughs> we are back. We just Whoa. had uh, an amazing movie-watching session. What an experience. Um, <laughs> the people under the stairs. Let's unpack this slowly. What the fuck <laughs> did I just watch? Apparently, I um, compressed many memories from my yeah, childhood. Yeah, you did not explain to me what this movie was. <laughs> the way you <laughs> described it to me, I was really thinking this is going to be a, a classic um, like haunted house kind of story. And you were like, no, the people are real. I'm like, okay. But the only scene you even remembered was like some dude. Death. <laughs> yeah, it's like skin. The horrific. But that's well, not even the craziest part of the movie. That whole movie was wild from beginning to end. I think I blocked it out because I was so like traumatized by <laughs> Ving Rhames being gutted like a deer or something. Like It what? was pretty graphic. And I guess it was I, horrific. I have to keep reminding myself that like this is the same dude who made Nightmare on Elm Street, which, you know, I don't know. Maybe I've seen that movie so many times it doesn't strike me as graphic anymore. But this was something it was it was uh, i don't know brother and sister like <sighs> i i have so many thoughts um i took notes only watched it and i have seven pages i apologize <laughs> oh boy <laughs> but it's mostly me just like hitting the tab button i think i typed wtf about eight thousand times so uh yeah i guess i'm just gonna explain it back to you but Let's let's hear it. What do you think? All right. Well, let's let's start. Let me get to my little tab. I have about eight thousand tabs opened on my computer. Um, okay. So again, this movie is not what I thought it was going to be. Um, all right. So it starts. Uh, our main character is a kid. <clears throat> His nickname is the Fool, and there's like this scene with the tarot cards. 
um, which he's reading himself, right? Is, is it him reading it or is someone reading those to him? I didn't quite get that. Well, I didn't get that either, but he does mention the Ving Rhames later, like um, Ruby's into the tarot cards. Yeah, so and Ving she... Rhames is like the friend that's just in his house in the beginning. For some reason, just in his house. Yeah, and knows like um, all of their family's like dire straits. They can't pay their like. Who is he? Bill. Why he is knows he... like the landlord. Like, what kind of. what? Like, we should really look at Leroy, this is the character's name. Ving Rhames plays him. Yeah. We should really look at his motivations here. Like, what was he? he why is he infiltrating? Because he got sure information. He, was... he, we have to backtrack. He got, <laughs> he got information about the landlords of this building, supposedly sitting on like a small fortune. And he, his whole thing is like, yo, okay. So the main character is like this little thirteen-year-old black boy, and he, like, <laughs> I just I forget to say, he is reading tarot cards, and they nicknamed him the Fool. And there's this whole like long scene in the the beginning, which almost reminds me of like the intro of um, Midsummer, where they're like, "I this is a weird parallel I'm gonna draw." I'm I sorry. Mean, it is another horror movie. It is another horror movie, but it's like, uh, you know how in the beginning of Midsummer, where they're like, there's like the tapestry, and it basically explains like what the whole movie is gonna be like through these oh, images. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. the tarot cards was kind of the same thing where he's like talking about the fool and he's like, well, what happens if the fool takes another step? He's like, well, he falls off the cliff. Well, what's the fool going to do? And they're like, well, he'll have to step backwards and burn in the sun. Like he has to go back, which I think later on in the movie he does go, go back, back to save so the girl. it was like a, a stylistic I foreshadowing. Maybe I'm digging too deep. I don't no, know. No, I think that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah, he's like reading tarot cards. Uh, very early on, we learn that his mom is sick, has cancer. They can't afford to treat the cancer. Um, they're about to be evicted. Turns out there's like some insane rent agreement. Uh, if you are late, you have to pay three times the rent, which is, I have never heard of a rent agreement like that, but oh my God, so they're in dire straits. Um, and then just for some reason, what's his name? Ving, Leroy, the character Leroy is Leroy. name. He's just like chilling Leroy's in their apartment. An idiot too, by the way, the guy is dumb. He does a lot of he, his motivations are obviously greed and money. Like he's messing mm-hmm. with his family. I, I mean, he maybe it's like boy. obviously Ruby's. Like maybe he's banging Ruby or something. The but the girl, the sister. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, I mean that's why he's in the house. Is that what that? Oh, that's right. He says later that he like she's turning tricks or some. Yeah. Some sh- oh, yeah. that makes way more sense. Okay, okay. So yeah, he's sitting there, and, and it turns out that fool's real name is Point Dexter, which. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, which they great. named him Point Dexter. Point Dexter. Oh, Point Dexter. But they everyone just calls him fool. Uh. The guy's like, you're late on the rent. You got to pay three times the rent. Your mom's dying of cancer. I've got an opportunity for you. Let's go and rob your landlords. We've heard they're sitting on a ton of money. Um, uh, gold coins. Gold coin. Yeah, not just money. Like, gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> so then it, like, like cuts to... Um, it cuts to the landlord family. And they're really strange. You have, like, a... You have a... I'm going to do hand quotes here, a mom, a dad, and there's a daughter. Um, and right away, it's like, clearly this daughter is being abused. The mom is screaming, like, do you love your mother? And then there's a scene where the dad's like, 
taking off his belt and the mom's like don't leave any bruises and on her face like, on her face yeah, she's like don't bruise her face and then he like wraps the belt around his hand and then it like cuts to black and you're just like sitting there like disturbed it took a really dark turn like right away it was a you're really like, dark oh, turn sh- okay <laughs> so they're like uh when she's in so they like come upstairs the mom and the dad and the daughter Alice is sitting there and she's like eating her dinner and then the mom takes the plate and she's like, where's the fork? I gave you the fork. And the daughter's like, oh my God, I, I got to find this fork right now. And she looks behind the bed and there's a vent and this hand just reaches out from the wall through the vent and just like hands her the and fork. By the, way, by the way, can we comment on this hand? So the hand is like ghostly white makeup yes. and then green dirty fingernails that pointed. are like pointed. Yeah. Like they've been carved for survival. And she like pats the hand. She's like, Thanks, and they <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. She stands up. She's like, I must have dropped the thanks, sword. Wall, thanks, wall hand. What the, <laughs> it's like so, the first thing you see of these like people in the basement. You're like, what, what, what is that? Right away, you're like, okay, there's some weird shit going on. Um, and then the dad's like, oh, she's been bad. Takes off his belt and it fades to black. You're like, oh my God. Then, um, oh, no, no, no. Like the mom is like... Alice has been feeding the thing between the walls, walls again. again. <laughs> and then she says for the first time, because this gets brought up a lot, this mom and dad really love this phrase. She's like, bad girls burn in hell. Yeah, so let's talk about burn in hell. So they say that these two creepy parents say burn in hell. I think... 8,000 times. I would film. say like maybe 30 to 40 times. Legitimately. In the film, they say burn in They're so into people it, burning it in hell. It was enough that I almost thought you could make a drinking game out, out of, of Yes! <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Yes, so, that would have been a great way to watch it. So if you're going to watch this film again or for the first time, uh, make a drinking game out of it. Every time they say burn in hell, take a drink, you're going to have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So so then it cuts back to our um, our main hero and it's Fool, otherwise known as Point Dexter. And so what's his name? Leroy Ving Rames, am I saying that right? His character. Mm-hmm. So he has talked him into this this you know, get rich quick scheme to get to rob this these landlords. So Fool is dressed as a Boy Scout, um, try and get into the landlord's house. He shows up. I think he's very convincing and did a great job. But the creepy landlord mom uh, is, like, absolutely not having it. Uh, there's a scene where she, like, she's like, no, 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 we're not interested. We eat very healthy in this house. And she just, like, goes into the house and slams the door and immediately, like, looks out the window at him real quick. Which I'm, like, rude. I, I think go. there is, like, a level of, uh, I don't know if he, he was going for some type of, like, racial justice in this film. Yeah. But there is, like, she's just, like, I mean, they're repeatedly say like the n-word like yeah i mean right away they drop the n-word and i think wes was trying to show like just how uh, like these people are they're just nefarious bad people people, yeah Yeah. creepy people too and then there's like the sexual vibe to everything that they do it's just like really weird (laughs) it's it's gonna get weirder i know so, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. I'm so excited. No, you're you're absolutely fine. Um, so obviously she's not buying the Boy Scout shtick. Um, sends him away, stares at him. Uh, he looks up. He notices like the windows are padlocked on the outside. It's weird shit. He ends up back um, with Leroy and this other random dude named Spencer. Who they're like all in a van, just chilling in this neighborhood. And he's like, you know what? I'll give it a go. So Spencer dresses up as a like. I gas uh, employee. Yeah. Like he's checking their gas meter. Yeah. 
And he's wearing like And he has like an actual ID for a real gas company somehow. Yeah, and I got it. Like tell laminated. You, I was like, you know what? Maybe guys, I'm an idiot, but I would have bought it. Like if someone knocked at my door, I'd be like, okay. It's I like go. they're all sitting in Ocean's Eleven. Like they went way deep. They're like, we we hired they're people legit. to like laminate like, Later it's in the, the real film, gas company for the city. Later in the film, um uh fool even specifically says he's like i learned from the best even though he like yeah, was yeah. a burglar for one I'm, day I'm so, I'm so good at like i'm so good at burglarizing <laughs> i'm like 13 years old like he's a oh wait he's we 13. should talk about how birthday. rough ving rames is on him yeah like he's trying to protect his sister when ving rames is talking about her doing tricks and stuff and yeah. ving rames like no you need to rob this house with me and yes. he grabs him by the chest and like twists his shirt and picks him up yeah it's he's cr- like you want like, your mom to die you want your sister yeah, to be on the street your mom has cancer you want you, you want to be on the street eating beans he says he, like what does what? he say he's like your the mom has 13. a cancer the kid's 13 your mom's got cancer she's gonna die they can't look, cut it look, out of her because you don't have you any are money. gonna come and rob this house with me i don't i need you like what <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's frightening. Um, so yeah, so, <laughs> this movie's freaking wild. So Spencer, you know, shows up as the electrician. Totally sweet talks his way in. The mom lets him in. Uh, the camera like quick cuts to this. Um, he's wearing a skull ring, and clearly they want you to know like this is a identifying feature of this man. Like, don't forget you know Spencer. Why. Yeah, <laughs> Spencer has a skull ring. Don't forget. Um, he gets in. And then right away, Fool and um, Leroy in the van notice that the mom like leaves in a nice car. And they think that Spencer is basically double-crossing them, um, getting the coins for himself. So they're like, screw this, we're going to try and get in too. Gotta get those coins. Yeah, and I think my notes right now are like, he was so hard on Fool, throw your mom on the street, we just talked about this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so for some crazy reason, they decide to like park this incredibly conspicuous van in, the, in driveway. the driveway of the house. <laughs> terrible, terrible burglar. Like, that's burglaring what 101. What was that? I don't know why they did it. Um, God, it's like character motivations. You see this stuff in movies and you're just like, who the fuck would do that? That is the craziest <laughs> shit in the world. Like, who would why? do that? I mean, I'm not a burglar, but even I would be like, definitely park like a couple blocks away or maybe a block away. Like, don't put your van in the driveway so, of the house and also, rob. also, two friends... Like, when Ving parks the van in their driveway of the house that he's planning to rob, yeah. he gets out with Fool, and as Fool, he's like, he has him open the door, like, or he breaks the window first and opens it, but he has Fool go in, but as he, like, is doing it, he, like, starts looking around, like, he, he's, yeah, like, like he's, he's, he's for weird. cover. It's like, bro, you're, you're worried about this now? Like, you parked your van It's game in over, the man. Like, you don't need to look, like... You don't need to look around right now. Like you you're, already did you're it. Stealth all of a sudden. Like it was. I couldn't. <laughs> it's just like what? Yeah. So my notes say. Oh yeah. Okay. So Leroy is wearing like. Not only did they park this van in the driveway, he is wearing like an incredibly identifiable hat. Like, yeah. it's, it's like bright orange. It's like he would be a. <laughs> be the backup singer for Erica Baidu or something yes, like just he's like very straight up he's holding like a crowbar very conspicuously and they just like freaking break in yeah, um, and right away <laughs> they're not even trying and then it's like noon yeah it's the that's another it's the middle of the, the day, day yeah, it's yeah. like bright sun it's a really old like beat up van <laughs> some dude and a freaking orange bright hat a crowbar this 13 year old kid like it's not good. 
So they break in, and right away, Fool is like, what the hell? There's this doll, like a handmade-looking doll, and it's caught in a mousetrap just, like, sitting in the middle of this, like, I guess a breezeway, you would call it. It's, like, I don't know. It's it's a breezeway. It's not, like, a room in the house quite yet. I don't know. This house is so weird. I... The house gets weirder. Um, what? Oh, <laughs> looking at my notes, this is when Leroy says, I, I think Fool was complaining about being 13, and he was like, I'm too young for this. And Leroy says to him, I wrote this down, you're too old to get to, too young to get ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really poignant Brilliant. advice. That Brilliant Leroy, writing. Not only is Leroy teaching him um, how to rob people, he's, you know, dropping really good gems of advice. Um, and then, as they're, like, turned away trying to, like, break into this door, the camera cuts to this mousetrap with the doll, and it's being dragged away. Into a little mouse hole. Into, into a little, wall. yeah. Yeah. It was creepy. It was it creepy. It was very creepy. It was um, unsettling. I was like, why would that happen? Yeah, it was well done. Um, so, then they, like... They take the crowbar, they manage to pry the store open into the main house, and when they do it, like, the house is... This is your first clue that this is not a normal house, because then all of a sudden all these shelves, like, mechanically slide back, and these windows are revealed, you're like, so oh... So there's obviously, like, a pulley system they mm-hmm. have installed to hide their kitchen, which is never explained. For some reason. Yeah, it seems highly unnecessary to me. Like, I, think, I think he was just trying to show, like, these people are really, like... Weird. Weird, and they have, yeah. And clearly... Like, into engineering or right, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like they like um killing and uh you know and they, engineering. They have good education as well. They're hobby like <laughs> mechanics. <laughs> so then they open the door, immediately giant Rottweiler dog attack, just like freaking drops um Leroy. Thankfully, uh Fool saves him from the dog, they pry the door, like they pry the door shut or something. In some magical way, like it did not look or, like, very a reinforced to me, but yeah, they no. So immediately they're like, this house is weird. There's locks in all the cabinets. Um, they And yet they still pursue. They still proceed into the house. Like, all that nonsense. And you're like, no one's bailing? They're going to go through with this? You want gold coins, bro? Yeah, the power of gold coins. Um, so they kind of split up, which is horror movie mistake you know, 101, and Leroy decides he's going to go upstairs to search for Spencer, but Fool hears a sound down into the basement, um, and when Fool goes down to the basement, he finds that Spencer's uh, fake electrician serviceman clipboard is, like, chilling on the steps, um, and, and then a lighter, and this lighter is important because Leroy, <laughs> not Leroy, but Fool uses this lighter all the time in the movie. <laughs> um so he's like, he finds it. He's like, oh my gosh, Spencer. And he's calling for him. And the door shuts behind him. Um, and he's from another pulley system. Like the camera cuts and you're there's like. A lot oh. of, there's a lot of mechanical. Um, a lot of pulley systems in this yeah. house. So he goes down into the basement. And there he, first time he's using the lighter, he uses the lighter. And it makes absolutely no sense because like this basement's pretty well lit to begin with. But he's. Right. Right, so I mean, I think it was like an imagery thing, but yeah, the, it's extremely well lit basement. I and mean, there's lighter. dark corners, but he it seems so important for him to light this. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like pitch black in movies, and mm-hmm. then someone will light a candle or a lighter, yeah. and then you'll it'll illuminate the shot, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I can see, see what's happening. Here was not the case. 
No, here it was already like, light. And this basement, it's noon outside. There's a lot of windows, and you know what? Yeah, there's the a lot light. of there's a lot of light coming in. Yes. from the outside environment, and but he's still like he even squinted his eyes. Like he couldn't. Like see. he couldn't see. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's not dark in there. It's not dark right now. I was dying when he like flipped the light around. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you can are you blind? You can see. <laughs> so whatever he like starts making his way through this basement which is like huge the basement is massive with a lot of like different partitions and rooms and he is drawn to this tv that's like facing into another room through like some mesh wire and it's on it's playing some old oh movie God, yeah. um this is like your first big jump scare of the movie so he finds the tv he's got his lighter he goes up to it and he grabs the tv to like for some reason he wants to see like what's on the tv i don't know he turns it around and then there's like this big gust of air that blows all this dust through the wire mesh at him and he falls backwards. And you're like, oh my God, what the hell is in that that partition or that room? Well, it was the first sound he heard in the basement. Yeah. So I think that's what drew, drew him TV over was there. On. Yeah, the TV was making noise. So he's just like, what the, what's going on here? Right. Um, and immediately he like trips over Spencer, who is dead. I mean, I'm assuming he's dead. If he's not dead yet, he's about to be dead like in the next 60 seconds. <laughs> It's not a good scene for Spencer. Um, but what, what Fool notices is that Spencer laying on the floor has a gold coin in his fist. So we know that the treasure is real. There is actually a gold coin stash somewhere in this creepy ass house. <laughs> I got a golden pig. <laughs> it's legit. He's ready. He's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna pay for my mom's cancer treatment. Gotta gotta push on. We're gonna um, save the ghetto. Yeah, so as he's looking, like he pulls the gold coin into his fist, and then something drags Spencer into this like hole into the partition where the TV was to, I'm guessing, eat it because like Spencer's hand sticks out with the skull ring, so you like know that it's Spencer, and and it's like mangled, and it looks like, like someone's been gnawing on it, um, and right then some crazy person jumps on him, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Um, my notes got very scattered here because I think a lot was happening. But he throws the crazy person off, runs up the stairs. We find out the stairs are booby-trapped. They slide flat. He falls down in the basement and realizes there is a shit ton of people in this basement locked up into different rooms. And they get flashlights. So a very, str- <laughs> a very strange thing that I noticed about this movie is that what... Why do they get flashlights? So there's no reason... That's at the end I guess, of the movie. And I... A- basement it's kind of dark but like it's like it's like almost they're humane because they give them flashlights and a tv oh they get flashlights though like so i i wondered if maybe like it wasn't because you don't know the flashlights like the people under the stairs do they have the flashlights in the beginning of the movie because you don't see them until the end right when fool's down there and i thought maybe like did fool give them flashlights to distract no no they get they got flashlights from the crazy brother sister so like I Mom think Wes Craven did this because he wanted the, the that shot. I think Which he, shot the the shot of that fence where they're kept in. Yeah. You know you saw that like splitting through the fence. It was yeah. kind of iconic looking. I yeah. think Wes was like, uh, they get flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's gonna look want, great. Roll I, with it. It's gonna look great. <laughs> like whatever they get flashlights. Okay, so um. <laughs> All right, let me. Where are we? Uh, so yeah, tons of people in the basement. They're like, "What the hell?" He's freaking out. Um, and then the basement door opens, and it's Alice, the daughter. 
And she kind of just, like, looks at him and is like, yo, get out of here. And so he runs back upstairs, slams the basement door shut, and locks it. And for some reason, he's pretty calm about what he just endured because if I was in a basement and I saw, like, a bunch of crazy people... Eating hands? <laughs> eating hands. No, I'd be fine. He's really just chill about, about your it. Day, bro. Just going about your day. He kind of moves through the house and he's calling for the lady. He's like, miss, uh, but Alice is nowhere to be found. Um, he looks out a window and the psycho mom and dad have returned in like this badass car. I would totally drive this car. It's beautiful. Um, he freaks and for some reason like does this crazy jump over the table, which won't be his only crazy jump. He does some pretty Gorgeous. good leaps that, a well, lot. Dude, so this is Brandon Adams, the young actor. He was in Mighty yeah. Ducks. He was in... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And yeah, he, did, he was We good, have to man. add that to the list because I have not seen Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't. Oh, Sorry. by the way, Back to the Future? Mm. Haven't seen that? Good God. Well, we got a long list. We got a lot of episodes to, to go through. Um, yeah, he jumps the table. Sorry. <laughs> he, jumps, he jumps the table. Uh, for some reason, like, runs upstairs to grab his friend Leroy, and uh, Leroy's on the ground. Yeah, so, you know what? Okay, so segue into this. So he, so he just sees these crazy cannibals in the basement. He gets out of there. He goes up, and for some reason... Uh, Leroy is laying down with his head in a vent in the wall, and you can see his, down the hallway his feet sticking out. So not moving. Not moving at all. Mm-hmm. So obviously, your first thought is like, okay, Leroy's dead. Dude's dead because we just saw Spencer not moving <laughs> in the basement, and he was hella dead. Yeah. So okay. So the kid's on his own now. Kid's on his own. We think. Um, but so he like. Oh my god! I wrote so many quotes from Leroy. Um, Leroy. So Fool goes over and is like, oh my god, Leroy, and he taps him, and then Leroy turns out isn't dead and jumps out. Leroy whips around and says, a man ain't dead just because he's laying on the floor, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is another beautiful true. piece of wisdom so that Leroy... Yeah, there are some gems in this movie, man. Like, there are some gems. A man ain't dead just because he's laying on the floor, And he's, you know what? He's right. He's definitely right. <laughs> Which is I great. lay on the floor right now. Exactly. So Fool's <laughs> learning a lot. Um, Fool tells him, yo, Spencer is so dead in the basement. And <laughs> they're like, shit, we got to get out of here right now. Um, they run down the stairs because they know this mom and dad are going to come into the house. They go for, for the front door and they're like, boom, it's a booby trap door knob. Why are we surprised? It electrocutes them, which you're like, what the hell is going on with this house that the doorknobs are electrocuted? Dude, but it's it's, for, the house is completely fortified. 100%. It's like the movie really does a good job of being like, this house is not a normal house. It's like been weaponized. Every little thing, you have booby traps, staircases. You had um, the weird sliding shelves covering the windows right away. It's very strange. Um, but Leroy has a plan. He's going to place Fool in the middle of the room, hide behind a couch. Um, so when the dog that they're, that the mom and dad are going to release comes in, um, it'll go for uh, Fool, and then Leroy will jump out and like bash the dog on the head. But it doesn't work. Dog goes for Leroy because, I guess, for half a second, uh, it's good with kids. For some reason, Leroy thought the dog was like, gone and like poked his head up do you remember that he's like where is it and then the dog saw oh that's him. right it's incredibly stupid yeah they're not good at like following <laughs> through with plans <laughs> Just, they're really it starts out well but they don't execute well um so then they're wrestling with the dog and 
I think it's fool is like dragging Leroy across the floor with the dog attached to Leroy's arm and he like grabs the electrocuted doorknob and then all three of them get electrocuted and the dog, it kind of drops the dog for a minute and they're able to get away. Uh, but the house is straight up locked down. Like they yeah. can't get out of it. So then it turns out that like the dad has a gun. Uh, he's really into this gun. No, continue. Sorry. <laughs> You're this making me angry. <laughs> Um, so it's chaos. Leroy just abandons Fool and decides he's going to go into this closet. Like, and he tells Leroy or tells the Fool, you can't fit in this closet with me. Like, it's the freaking Titanic door. Um, and he's like, like Leo. No, no, no. He says, um, no room. You're on your own. Then pushes him into a world of death. Yes. Where he will most certainly die. He's a 13 year old tiny ass kid. And this guy is like, there's no room for you in this closet find your own it's like the titanic door that's what it reminded me of immediately. honestly when i was a kid i wish people were tougher on me what? <laughs> i could have used some uh, you know some strong love i was too like you wish someone would have thrown you out into a well, murderous no. situation no i wouldn't want to <laughs> be thrown into a situation where i would I think get different. killed by a snm uh, we're, we're not even at that point yet. <laughs> He's basically like an S and M We are not even at that freaking point yet. Um, uh, is is that where he like busts out into? Nope, it's not. I'm not yet. My no, I know, I know. I can't help it, man. <laughs> the stuff that happens in this movie, you just gotta get it out. <laughs> you get... First of all, hold on. Wes Craven wrote this. Yeah. This dude wrote what's yeah. happening in this movie like that. Both written and directed by. Like it's, he thought of it, it this and then like wild. filmed it and put it into the world. I have never. I can say this right now. I have never seen a movie quite like this. Um, and it's one hundred percent not what I feel like you led me to believe it was. <laughs> I mean, there were some crazy people under the stairs, and you like were there wrong. was a guy skinned and gutted. So you were. You go. You're correct. Um, so he's in the closet, and while he's in the closet, he gets surprised by some dude that lives under the stairs. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, so he's gone, and then... That's our first intro of this character, by the way. Yes, of Roach. We don't Roach. know his name yet, but... Uh, so then the fool is like, run, and he ends up uh, finding another one of those weird-ass handmade dolls with a <laughs> candle that someone has just decided just to, to light. Just <laughs> It's like lit, just in the hallway. And yeah. then the, the doll is being pulled away by a string, which we're assuming is to lead Fool away from danger. And he follows it and then finds a freaking, a straight up, like, eaten rib cage. Yeah, so, Wait. and, I mean, bu- clean to the bone, by the way. Like, there's, uh, there's, It's bloody as hell. Well, like, there's, there's blood, still... but, like, there's no meat. It's like, it's, it's like, you know, just a rib cage. We just keep, chilling. We keep in the, the vent. This house is Hallways, full of horror. Like, if there's such a thing as a vent hallway, like you just keep, <laughs> you just got rib cages in here. So he like follows it because he has no choice. The crazy dad is like shooting at nothing. He's just constantly shooting. He loves his gun. Boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna um, jump ahead again. Do this it, dude. I, I like so. This is so. I I own a home. Like I have a house. Like I don't have a gun. But like if I had a gun, I would not just shoot through the plaster walls of my house. Like at all, at like no regard. Leisure, at like your complete leisure. Just, no like, regard boom, to the integrity boom. of his home. Like if I at like all. damage my house, I'm like damn it. <laughs> I, mean, I have to fix that. I'm scared to hang a picture up. He's just shooting the <laughs> shooting shotgun. His, <laughs> shooting a shotgun all over the place. All. In this, to 
be fair, this house is like beautiful. beautiful it's just got beautiful Old. woodwork, fireplaces in every room. Like it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it kind of broke my heart that they were just shooting it up like that. But anyway, Fool ends up. He there's it cuts the scene and like the daughter Alice is standing in this freaking decrepit bathroom looking like this pure vision in white she's wearing a white dress she's holding the doll you're like oh my god and so he goes in there fools talking to alice and alice is clearly straight up sheltered she we find she's never been outside she clearly has no education she's telling him no one gets out people have tried and then she explains (laughs) like right away with no prompting whatsoever she tells the fool um yeah, the people under the stairs, those are like failed boy children. <laughs> Mom and dad tried to get a son and none of them worked Bro- out. Brother and sister. Yeah, but we don't know their brother and sister I know, yet. That's why I whispered it. <laughs> <laughs> they so, call. Sorry, no, no, keep go, no, no you continue. go ahead. They, they call each other mommy and daddy. Like, it's so messed up. It's weird because we later find out they are brother They're and sister. sister. <laughs> it's, it's, the movie's weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then she tells Fool that when the boys didn't work out, her daddy cut out the bad parts, um, and she's not in the cellar because she doesn't hear, speak, or, or see, see evil. That's right. Um, but or, her... She definitely didn't say burn in hell. <laughs> she, does, she doesn't say burn in hell. Um, so the, one of the people under the stairs, like, has escaped and is living in the walls, and that's Roach, and that's, um... Yeah, we see a lot of him. And then as this is happening, boom, we see Dad in full-on BDSM gear immediately shoot. Like, somehow he took the time to be like, I have to go change. Like, full black leather. Yeah, a, Across a the hood. whole face, like, mm-hmm. skin tight, with a gun. Yeah. And it's almost, I think, now that I think about his character, he's extremely racist. Yes. But I think that, like, he gets off on violence, so that's why he wears that sexual suit when he kills. Like, he's just like, I gotta, this is, like, my time. Because he's, I don't think he's, like, banging his sister. I, think, I don't like, think so either. Yeah, yeah like, I they didn't just, really allude to that. They're just two very, very scary, strange, terrifying people. They have clearly, like, they've been yeah. enabling one another in their worst habits. It's like his sexual outlet is the violence. Yeah, 100%. The, the outfit's weird. It's... It's, it's almost iconic, like the because it pops up over and over again, but it doesn't ever show. I guess I would be interested in like where is this outfit? Like he just like runs and it's like I have to put this outfit on right now. He gets <laughs> it on so quick. Yeah, he gets it on so quick. <laughs> like you had just seen you him. Just seen him in a normal scene, like yes. normal attire, and then he's like fully like S and M garb, <laughs> shotgun, kill, shooting. Well, he his house is what he destroyed. Like yeah. He didn't really hurt anyone. He like his house. He hurt his house. <laughs> um, Pro, get a good contract. A lot of stuff happens. Um, he again, my notes just say shooting up his house again. <laughs> uh, there's a scene where the mom feeds Spencer's hand to the dog, and you know oh, yeah. it's his hand because of, of the, the ring. <laughs> Sorry. No, please. The ring. And the dog's just like chewing. I, you know what? It's so good. I'm pretty sure that was food because you could watch the dog eat the yeah. hand. Like it takes pieces of the hand off and the dog chews on it. It's like yeah. Wes Craven must have made some hot dog hand, hand thing for this dog to it's chew on. It's so messed up. He's eating it and then the dog just like, it spits out this <laughs> ring. You're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. that's the ring. <laughs> we know so that. So much ring. imagery, man. Like, oh yeah, there's more, there's more stuff. I'm going to try and skip ahead. I'm trying to to not do my uh, thing where I go ahead. This is, I think, my absolutely favorite part. 
Where are you going? Keep going. Oh. I'm here. I'm not leaving. So I, I think this is like... This is my house. Let me see. Do, do, do. It, this is not my favorite part. Where am I here? Okay. Favorite part of this movie? Good God. I do. I have one. This isn't it, though. Uh, they're, all of a sudden, police arrive outside. They knock on the door. <laughs> and the mom is like covered in a bloody apron she quick changes because these two can change out of suspicious clothing extremely fast i'm not sure how they do it but they're doing it um and then she says i have another quote from the mom and she's talking to the police because the police are like yo what's up with this van and they're like oh there's been some break-ins blah 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 and the mom is like it says it's as if we're the prisoners and the criminals roam free. And she says it so <laughs> deeply. But wait, though. The cop goes, damn right. Yeah. They- and the cop, like, with, without skipping a beat, goes, like, I hear, I hear you. Makes and, sense. And it's like, wait, what? You hear her? That's the creepiest this thing I've ever woman. heard in my life. Like, it's like, we're the prisoners. It's like, you're not a prisoner. No. It's so freaking weird. The cop's um, like, yep. The you, cops you're, just- you're a straight shooter. <laughs> cops are like you're white we believe you yeah. <laughs> nothing weird she's here. like i definitely don't have uh mutating humans can cannibals in my basement no, and they're not don't. even voluntary cannibals like they're yeah they don't even want to be cannibals. <laughs> they're forced to be cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> they get they throw meat into their cage what? like here's human meat be a cannibal you you little this is all you get. You have to be a cannibal. You have to be a cannibal. <laughs> the police leave for some crazy reason, find nothing suspicious, and the mom and dad find this Boy Scout uniform <laughs> that a fool was wearing in the van. They're like, oh shit, we know there's one more of these people in the Inside, house. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've jumped around oh, a little yeah. bit. Uh, there's a scene, fool punches the dog in the face. Um, fool hits dad with the back of a toilet. That's badass. Um, but ultimately, he's rescued by Roach, who's one of the people under the stairs who has escaped. Um, Whose tongue has been <laughs> cut out, by the way. Which is horrific. And because... they show it too. He show he like he sticks his tongue out. And you see this tongue nub. Mm, it's gross. Because it, um, fool's like, why why can't he talk? And Alice, the cre- creepy Alice, is like, oh, they we cut he his, spoke he evil. spoke evil. So we cut his tongue out, and, and Fool's like, what, what the, what? Yeah, and <laughs> like, of course Roach is like, yeah, look. Yeah, look at my, and it's like this tongue nub, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, why are you showing us this tongue nub? Like, this is insane. What is going on? What kind, what kind of situation is this? There's another scene right around then with, like, because the dad can't find, he can't find this kid in his house, and he, like, so frustrated, he busts into the kitchen where the mom is, but he doesn't just, like, walk into the kitchen. He does this weird, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> The house is more booby trapped. <laughs> For some reason, the dog comes flying out a trap door. It's crazy. Um, oh man! Like, it ends up there's a chaos a... <laughs> ensues. Chaos ensues in this film. There's a scene where Alice explains to Fool that she's the one making the dolls, and she says, <laughs> "She, she tells... God, I'm dying. Oh my God, I'm dying. Okay. Right, 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 right. So." Wait, so I hold on though. I wonder about that because so we so at the very beginning we see the doll in the mouse trap. Then we see another doll uh, in the hallway. Is she giving the dolls to the people, or was she the one doing that in the beginning? I think she's the one doing it in the beginning because she says. I think so too, which is crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> <She> I thought, <laughs> actually, so 
I was thinking that it was the people on the stairs. Or, Doing the or roach. Or a roach, but... Oh, I don't think so, because it's always... You always but see Alice holding in, the doll. In the beginning, doing that, though. Like, I don't... Yeah, no. You, okay, Sorry. we know that Alice has no education. She's never once been outside in her entire life. We don't really her need to talk so about... Fair. Yeah, her skin is so very fair. <laughs> we have... I don't think it's fair to, like, try and find... No, you're right. It is Alice. That's, what the... But she tells Fool. She tells him that she makes the dolls. Because he's like... Why do you make all these dolls? And she goes, to hold the souls of the burglars and servicemen when they die. <laughs> <laughs> that her that her brother, sister, parents have killed over the years. And fool is just and like, all the dolls what? are so diverse. And it and it purposely shows a shot of these dolls as as he dumps them out of the weird like popcorn Tupperware yeah, can yeah. thing that it's in. And and, and it's like it's and like, there's like twenty of them. Yeah, there's like there's so many. <laughs> You're like, how many people have gone missing in this house? What, what is going on? How come no one said it? <laughs> so then the dad busts in, and there's like this huge fight. The mom's there. They're like screaming at these two kids, Alice and Fool. And the mom just goes, we got a clean house. Total spring cleaning. Total spring cleaning, yeah. Yeah. They split up. Mom <laughs> takes Alice. She throws Alice down the stairs into yeah, a yeah. pool of Leroy's blood. Blood. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> She's like wearing this beautiful white dress, yeah. and all of a sudden there's blood all over it. All over it. it. And and she immediately like subserve. She's subservient to her immediately. Like immediately goes on her knees in the blood and starts scrubbing. Cleaning and it's like it. an, an an impressive amount of blood. So that's much. All getting all over the sponge immediately. The sponge is red. <laughs> Her dress is like red, and and as she's scrubbing, she the mothers are still like berating her screaming. and like screaming at her. <laughs> you children will be the death of me. Yeah, you'll be the death of me. Hear no evil. It's so disturbing. And while this is happening, it cuts to the basement, where the scene that the only scene that you remember from this movie that made you decide I needed to see this movie is about to happen. Frickin' fool is like chained up down there and it cuts over to where the dad has Leroy hung upside down and he's skinning him. Like for Well meat. he's he's so Leroy has been gutted at this point. Yeah. And and the apparatus that Wes and his team built is so kind of like for this time this was ninety one. It looked it's good. extremely realistic. The gore looked it's really extremely good. Extremely disturbing. And he actually cuts a piece of his flesh away. You can see his ribcage, his intestines, what's left of them. It's very disturbing. And throws it to the people in that cage that are under the stairs. And they all, like, scour to eat You it. immediately realize, oh, it their entire diet is, is human flesh. Is off of flesh. the people they kill. Yeah. And, and it's like, whoa. It's like, so it's a scary movie, but, like, now it's like, what is this movie right what now? What is going... This is, like, on another <laughs> level of... And I get why I remember this from seeing this younger. Like the minute it, it came on the screen, I'm like, no kidding. This is how would you forget that? As yeah, a how child? you forget something? <laughs> you're like, wait, what? The movie was weird to begin with, but it cuts, and you're, you're like, like, oh wait, my we're, god, we're gutting people. Now? Yeah, and, and feeding them yeah, to these people whoa, living. This whoa, movie is messed whoa. up. You're not um, gonna like cook it up. <laughs> no, of course <laughs> you're not. Throw like um, a chunk of like. 
it's, rib. It's such a weird series of events because at the same time, it like it keeps cutting back and forth between Alice and Fool, and it cuts back to Alice, and it's. The, clearly this very toxic mother-daughter relationship and she's screaming at Alice now you've got blood on your white dress and she like throws oh her into God. a scalding, scalding hot, hot water tub bath. yes in the dress she doesn't even dress. like get her out she's just like get in and and she, and the acting here is actually I think really good yeah I mean she's just screaming Alice's face I was like whoever that actress is oh my god like she had me convinced I'm like oh my the horror on her face and she was like scrubbing her too and forcing her and to stay and telling the her like you scrub yourself the clean psychological like, damage alone that yeah. he was going for was the movie's so got strong. two levels it's like you have this really crazy like Nightmare on Elm Street gore style but you also have that really emotional psychological just abuse and then on top of that there's this whole thing about like social injustice and disparity between two different class systems it the movie is not what i expected it to be again (laughs) there's a lot going on um so let's see a lot of stuff happens boom 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 uh roach shows up saves the fool um there's a weird scene where he like uses the skin gutted body of Leroy to like to, <laughs> to distract. Okay, all right, all right. We got we got to unpack this. I so, feel bad. This is so long, but the okay. movie is so crazy. <laughs> so the movie, this movie is literally nuts. It's crazy. So so Ving Rhames Leroy was killed, obviously, and then he's hung upside down, gutted. Yeah. And then there's this literally mechanical trap door. That yes. opens with um, gears. Yeah. Another police. This guy is like, I don't know what his education was, but he's obviously like, very like he's he must be an engineer. And yeah. I, he must he knows electricity. He knows. Well, we're assuming that it's mechanical the things. That we're assuming it. that it's. Yeah. Well, who else would it be? Well, the mom. You never really. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyone, yeah. Like, maybe. Who knows? Either way. That's me. Just being gender very, No. 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 You're, you're, <laughs> no. You got me. You're right. No, they're extremely capable of mechanical and electrical engineering. Yeah. Extremely. And so Ving Rhames is actually hung upside down over a trap door that opens up like a gate open left to right. And you're not even surprised. And you hear the mechanical like, (laughs) you know, as it's opening. And then he just drops his like dead gutted body into this pool that he has in his basement somehow under a mechanical uh, floor door. It's just like, what? Just Just disposes. What is that? And then later, while (laughs) Fool's in trouble with the people on the stairs... Roach is somehow under there in that water and uses Ving Rhames' body, corpse, corpse is a better word, corpse to distract the um, people messing with. And fool. he makes noises. And he makes noises, and he holds him up. And so in the shot, you think that somehow Leroy is climbing out of I it. I was like, is he alive? With his guts completely open and out, and I'm and like, even me, I'm like, I've seen this before, but I'm like, what? He's not alive. It's crazy. <laughs> And then you see him move, as Fool gets free, you see him move the body and laugh. Yes, he's like, like oh, this is fun. I, I saved you. Oh, cool. Got it's like, you. bro, you're moving around a, a dead corpse, corpse. A freshly dead corpse. <laughs> freshly dead corpse. It was like not even an hour that he had been dead. It's like, oh my God. Who? <laughs> this is the most fucked up shit in the world. This movie is really fucked up. Yeah, like, there's it's so much so fucked up shit. Up. Um, so, if Fool saves him in that really strange way. way. Not Fool, um, Roach saves oh, the, yeah, Fool. Thank you. So, Roach saves him. They run away. They <laughs> climb into a, um, 
they climb into a furnace to hide. Turns out Roach has been shot. And, like, right before he dies, like, Roach is dying. And he just, like, reaches out and hands him this bag of gold coins. And then he really dramatically writes the name Alice and dust on the furnace wall. Right. So you're like, and then points up. And he's like, you gotta basically go save Alice. Alice Here's yeah. the coins. And then he dies on screen. <laughs> By the way, screen, screen deaths in this film are so vividly disturbing. The movie like, is the Wes realism, Craven to the end. He like, is just, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I got nothing on that. It's just like, whoa, man, like. We'll the get movie, to the th- what I'm really thinking of. Yeah, and yeah. the movie is marketed, like I looked this up, it's not just like horror, it's marketed as a horror comedy. Yeah, no, it's, I don't think it's funny which at all. I, it's not There's funny. There's nothing funny at all. There's no one punchline in this movie. No. Oh, your sister turning tricks. That's not funny. That's not your funny. Your mom's got cancer, you're going to die. What are you, you going to do? It's not just, funny. It's not funny. <laughs> a dude is being skinned and fed, like forcibly fed, making these people cannibals. Uh, a white... Bigot is skinning a, a black, black man, man and throwing the flesh at the, the zombies that he's, he's building in his basement. Who were failed sons and yes, is turning them into animals. Because him and his sister wanted a baby? There is what nothing. the fuck are we? What is going funny. on There's in this story? <laughs> What the, I oh, thought was hilarious. What I thought was <laughs> a comedy of like this isn't funny at all. I laughed the whole time. Like no, I was so, sitting there like very unprovoked. Sorry. No, Continue. no, no, you're fine. I'm just like we've <laughs> got to get moving through this. Um, a bunch more shit happens. Fool is like going to get Alice, and the dad comes down in the basement. And it's like I'm gonna smoke him out in these walls, and so he lights Roach on fire. This movie and, is not funny. How is this a comedy? So 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 let's think about that. So. Roach dies in the furnace. Yeah. He puts wood on top of him, pours gasoline in. Lights him Lights him on fire. So, to smoke out people. So, our... Because he knows Fool and Alice are hiding in the walls now. Our protagonist is in the vent system. Yeah. Breathing in the smoke of... of and Alice are both breathing in the smoke of, <laughs> of Roach's... Of their friend. <laughs> corpse burning alive in the furnace. Of their friend. That's what's happening who right helped now. them escape. When you watch this movie, you're like... Okay, it can't get more fucked up than this. Like, it keeps getting more fucked up. And it up. just keeps getting more fucked up. I I can't believe this is the Bing movie Rain's you were like, let's do All right, do that's, this. that's the climax, right? Yeah. No, no, we're going to burn the one white guy that helps them who's a victim of this guy mm-hmm. alive in the vent system that they're on. It's, it's very so disturbing. Disturbing. There's an, I mean, I know we're laughing through this, but there's, this whole movie was... I mean, I want to save it for my final thoughts, but there was, it was just disturbing over and over and And over over again. again. I mean, every last part is weird to the point where I can't believe I haven't heard about this movie before. It's how are more people not talking about the people under the stairs? This movie is bizarre. Uh, Very strange. Um, Where Uh, are uh, we? Like, we are. Yeah. Yeah. it's hard not to just go off. Man. Yeah, I have more notes about how they're master engineers with booby traps. There's knives going through walls. Stairs are flattening out. There's a dog that gets sent into the walls. The dad accidentally stabs the dogs, freaks out. Um, he tears open the wall. He realizes he got the dog. They're freaking out. Let's back out. So, all right. All right, so this is the chase of Alice and um, Fool. And it's and they're really in the walls, like close. But I have to like so we watch Roach die and and it was very close up and it was I don't know if how emotional it was, 
But the shot of this dog's life, they they had a square up shot on this dog, and you watched the life die. And Wes has this. I don't. He does a speed slow thing with the camera. Yeah. That I think he's he's pretty for ninety one. He's He's a, I mean, he's a master. He's yeah. The movie is ninety one. And, and um, you, you, you. I almost thought I died when I watched that dog die. Like you see his like face muscles come down, and you're like, how, how did, did he, he do, that? do that? Yeah, because that you was really wanted to know. Like this dog is dead now. Like, yeah, that dog. You're watching the <laughs> the moment this dog, and it's like, and it wasn't even that important to the story. It, but it, he put, I know he put so much effort into that shot. It's a quick, just a couple seconds, but you can really, it's like. disturbing, I can't man. tell if they. He wanted people to be disturbed Did by they that. train this dog to, like, slowly lay down like that? Or did they, like, I, I don't know what they were doing, but it was, like, a weird moment. moment. It was, like, slow motion. And he's like, hey, guess what? It's like, and we already knew the dog was stacked. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that dog's dead. But he's but like, wait a second. The let's... fool's, like, holding on to his face because the dog was attacking him. Then he and got then you, stabbed. And you could see the, that fool didn't have to hold him. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the muscles, like, go lax yes. and just like, fall. Jeez, like, Pete's, man. Whoa. We're upset about the, the dog. The dog isn't evil. I mean, the dog's no. doing what he was trained to do. He's protecting yeah. these really fucked up people. But, like, man, goddamn, like, yeah, why you have to kill a <laughs> dog like that? I gotta watch this dog die in the most horrific, like horrible. You can, oh. Like, oh my god! So I didn't I just, like that. I really want to not interrupt you, but like no. I gotta stress that, like, whoa, it was that was freaking so hard. It was heavy. Like heavy is the term. It was mm-hmm. just like, whoa. Um. So yeah. After that, they've the dad is still shooting up everything again. I mean, like the thing that I don't understand is this dad has fired into the walls and to his house. Does not have any respect for his beautiful house. Um, a million times and we're assuming it's still like it's been a whole day like evening has set there's been a million gunshots this is a really nice like white suburban neighborhood (laughs) i don't understand how the neighbors have not called the police and been like uh there's been like 50 gunshots in my neighbor's house maybe do something don't question it okay i it gets weird for me ride it ride the wave Alice and Fool end up in the attic. There's an open window. Fool's like, yo, let's jump out this window. We'll jump into the pond that's in the yard. Alice is too scared. She's brainwashed, man. The dad comes in, like, in full BDSM gear, uh, grabs her, but Fool's like, I'm no fool. And he jumps, lands in the pond. The dad comes out shooting, which is, as we know, very on brand for him. He loves to shoot. Mom's like, yo, don't shoot because the neighbors will hear you. No, she says, you never fire a weapon outside. <laughs> and I think, no, yeah. And I think right, that Wes right. was trying to get us to, to, I think he was trying to get us to believe what, that they can just shoot in the house like crazy. And not be heard. Maybe it's somehow insulated. There's and... no silence around this gun. And we know, as we know from first experience, that uh, old homes aren't insulated well. So Look, you can hear it. Preachers of the choir. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But I think that's why that line was placed there. Like, yeah. Never. Like, Shoot she's obviously guy. super okay with him. <laughs> she's like, like fuck up my house. I couldn't imagine if I was in our house right now, like, shooting holes, you would be, like, screaming. Yeah, no like, way. Yeah, this is wall's dumb. <laughs> this wall's stupid. <laughs> like, I, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop I would lose destroying my our house. But she is, like, never worried at all. She's like, sweet. No, totally I, chill. She's, like, wearing this beautiful, like, sundress with flowers all over her. Yeah. Her hair is perfectly her in place. red lipstick always Yeah, she on. looks great. She was so disturbing. I don't know who the actress is off all the top of All the actors head, but, like, were honestly really good in this. Yeah. I mean, no, it was good. Yeah. It's just, like, wow. The material that Wes was putting out is just, like, man. They rolled with nice. it. 
Um, so he escapes, uh, and a lot of stuff happens real quick. He gets back to his home in this really horrible part of the city, um, and who is this, like, wise old man that, like, comes to visit them? Oh, we forgot about... So, yeah, it starts out with a wise... His, uh, grandma. Or grand, grandfather. All right, yeah. His so, grandfather so is, like, the there. wise black guy in the film. Yeah, and he, like, tells him, because he's like, I have all these gold coins that this crazy person under the stairs gave me. And he's like, yo, these, this is so much money. You can pay rent till the year 2000 and for your mom's surgery. You guys are set. And then all of a sudden, this, this really wise old grandpa has all this information that would have been very useful early on. He's like, the landlords are brother and sister. They're incestuous. They used to run a funeral home. Then they got into well, real estate. He didn't know that they were all going to go rob him. But, I but, suppose, but you're just, like, when he's saying all this, I'm like, how, how is this information not more widely known to all these connections tenants? in the film. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. He's like, uh, the greedier they got in real estate, the crazier they got. He knows all the stuff, but Fool is a good kid, and he's like, I made a promise Also, to if he would know this about those people, why would he let his family live in their building? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know these people are nuts. <laughs> uh, y'all should, well, you know, and we can't judge. We don't know the situation, but it's no. like, y'all should get out of that building. Like, you should get out of that building. Fool right decides he's going to go save Alice. He is in... Like the craziest, worst part of town. He goes to a payphone, makes a call to the police uh, to report a case of child abuse. Um, and for some reason, this, <laughs> this, an- <laughs> this anonymous uh, call from a child, like clearly a child has anonymously called 911 and been like, go ahead. No, no, you, you No, no, it. you go ahead. Okay, so so obviously he calls in the um, uh, complaint. Case or complaint or whatever. And then the next shot is of the house, and there's like three cop cars there that you see. For a case of anonymous child And I think abuse. the lights are going? Yes, yes. Their sirens are on. There's three cop cars. And then we and there's cops on the lawn. And cops on the, the lawn. Shot. And then you, we come into the house, and there's at least eight police officers with a moving shot. More police officers there's than you have ever seen. There's detectives and social workers. I understand the social workers. Yeah. But there's like undercover detectives. Now... Yeah. If you're doing a wellness check, which is there's what one is. cop car. One. There's one. one. This and sometimes at, not even a cop car. Sometimes it's just social work shows up with yeah, maybe a police. Not even the police. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and on top of that, we've got our um antagonist, this evil woman, like passing out like Cookies. tea and and she's like, you know, we don't have children, you know. And, yeah, she tells the police that uh, we had a child, but the Lord saw fit to take her, and we haven't touched her room since. And all the police are like taking little the little treats off her tray and yeah. all laughing. I'm like, and I'm watching this like, why are there so many cops in the house? So like, there many. are so many cops, and I would love to rest in peace, Wes Craven, but I would love. To ask him, like, why did you think you needed so many cops for this complaint? Like, the, they were everywhere in the house. Everywhere. Never would that many cops Detectives? show up for an anonymous complaint of child abuse. It's one of those funny things from um, earlier movies. Like, they just exacerbate. Assume that's how it would be. Or, well, they just exaggerate, you know. It's like Hollywood. You know, it's, it's like they exaggerate everything. It's, like, it's freaking weird. And the whole time the cops are in there, like, for some reason the cops don't notice... That or they have somehow miraculously fixed a million bullet holes Thank you, yeah. in this house. Like they shot so, yeah, that shot up the, the house. So after all the shooting, the house is perfect. Like so, perfectly somehow immaculate. 
I don't get it. Amazingly fixed everything. A cop turns a corner, the dad goes, like, knocks on this wood panel, it slides over, and there's, like, a whole cache of weapons in there. So no one notices anything. So there's, like, sexual BDSM stuff, there's yes. shotguns, there's, um, shot, shotgun shells, yeah. casings, and... And he just casually goes in there. He's talking to the cops. He, like, lifts his hat up. There's this huge wound on his head from where Fool hit him with, like, a toilet cover or whatever. And he just, like, pulls it back down. Which, to me, I can see maybe how that was supposed to be comedic. Because the timing of it, like, the cop turns away. He opens up his his hat to, like, wipe the wound, drops it. Horror comedy, to me, sounds like something no one should pursue that's not true what about cabin in the woods like that's horror comedy and it's excellent you can do horror comedy i I didn't really like cabin in the woods what how do you not know that wait have i sat there watching cabin in the woods like oh sweet no i've never done that. are you sure you're thinking of the movie the same movie cabin in the woods what is it about tell me what it's about right now flesh eating no Absolutely not. You're thinking of Cabin Fever. I am. What's Cabin in the Woods? I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods is like a meta take at horror. It's, uh, they have to create a situation where they sacrifice, uh, like, I think it's five horror tropes. And you are not coming anywhere near. You haven't my seen memory. this movie. I've never seen it, yeah. It's genius. Gordon Weaver's in it. I think the. If I've seen good horror comedy, and I apologize for my ignorance, but I think that um, Tucker vs. Dale. That's also horror comedy, and it's great. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, they pulled it It can off. be done, is what I'm trying to say. I, you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. I do think you I would think like I've it. I've seen Cabin in the Woods. No. So. You're, you haven't, because you would know, and I'm telling you, it's a genius. Um, Chris Hemsworth is in it. Then I definitely haven't seen it. It's really? so unbelievably good. Chrissy Hems. Sigourney Weaver's in it. It is hysterical. I mean, they have... It's Sigourney like, Weaver's in it? Yes. They have like... um, It's like here's... It's a bunch of teenagers and they go to a, a cabin in the woods and you have like there's the stoner, there's the slut, there's the oh, yeah, virgin, the, the jock, the intellectual. And they, yeah. they do it on purpose and the twist of the film is so freaking good and... Oh my God, Trevor, we have to watch that next. I'm, upset with you let's do it for the podcast all right yeah we will cabin in the woods trevor right we'll flip it um all right let's where are we get back on track yeah i'm trying um (laughs) during the investigation that the really overzealous investigation from all of these cops showing up for a random anonymous child welfare check um, fool gets back into the house like a crazy person decides he's gonna come back into this house of horror he cares about um, Alice. alice He ha- he has empathy and he's and compassion. I think Fool's the he's obviously the best character. He is, and he you root for him like definitely Fool. There's nothing wrong with him. You even like when he's well, like I'm he, gonna go rob this family. You support him. Here's what I got to say. I think Wes Craven wrote Fool as a uh, control for us to be like okay, at least someone's normal. Yeah, that's a good it, point. He's um he's he's the reason we gonna. watch it. Mm-hmm. Because if we just had a bunch of crazy people eating people and some girl who's who, no fault of her own is completely destroyed, yeah. her psyche, I mean, imagine, she got out, but it's like, imagine all the therapy she's going to need. You're 100% right. Uh, um, you know, Fool is the viewer, I think. Fuel, I think, I think yeah, he was the watching viewer. the movie. I like that. He's watching the movie as we were. Because yeah. every time someone said something, he you saw that look, he's just like, 
what the what? hell? Yeah. <laughs> when she's like, I make these dolls yeah. for the souls of all the men who have died. Yeah, I just make these dolls of whom no par- my parents kill these men all the time. And like, so I just make dolls of them. Because I feel like their spirit goes into them. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you were there for real. Like, he, he was us. Like, we're him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, he gets back into the house. He grabs a fire poker as a weapon. He's following the sounds of what he's assuming are the mom and dad praying. But it turns out that it's a fucking recording. And he goes into the room. <laughs> and there's just like this really ominous tape recorder playing. Yeah, like, and I, like old school tape, like from yeah. like, um, analog recording studios. Yeah. That old of a... Like, you're, not cassette, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, it looks like a little thing from... A, it looks like tape. Yes. Like the, like the way the Beatles of, or because Hendrix it runs out would have, have recorded. And it spins. And it, it spins. Real. It's like a real on a... It's like, what? It's That's very a, ominous. Every like shot in this film, you look and you go, what is that? The whole film. What is that? The whole film is like, what the hell? Um, So he realizes it's a recording and then boom, BDSM dad is back. Pops out. Grabs, yeah. Like, <laughs> he pops out of like a hallway like corridor or yeah. some type of weird compartment that this guy has they get and into he's a in scuffle. full black leather um he gouges full gouges <laughs> his the dad's out. out the eye, yeah the eye out um <laughs> again there's the phrase burn in hell they're just like screaming burn in hell everyone's gotta burn in hell um it cuts alice is in the basement this is a really weird scene um so alice has been hidden from the cops she's, she's in the attic i thought she was in the basement I guess it doesn't really matter. But Isn't I thought that, the people were under the stairs were with her. She's down there? Yeah, I think so. Because Fool oh, goes down there. Part. I'm talking about when he, she was kept in the attic with her hands up. That's in the basement. No, that's the attic. But how come okay. the people under the stairs are down there with him? They weren't down there in that part. All right. You might be right. There's a lot of Because remember he climbed up the chimney. A lot of stuff happens in this movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I guess you might be right. Remember, he, are you talking about when he hit the brick out? To yeah. talk to her? That's the attic. the chimney. Okay, you are correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Alice is this, like... This is a turbulent film. It's very I, turbulent. Trust me, I forgive you. There's a lot of... it's it's So this the setting of this film is in one house, but there's a lot of... There's a know, lot of house. Rooms. There's a lot of house, and it's... She's in the attic then. She's chained up. Fool finds her and asks if she's okay, and we're like... Of course she's not freaking okay. No, I'm good. <laughs> she's never been outside. She's not educated. <laughs> no education. Never seen the sun. The coronavirus would eat her alive. <laughs> <laughs> she is not doing no well. No vitamin D. But she's, she's like, she's all chill. She's like, yeah, I'm all right. And then he has to hide because BDSM just, dad shows just, up again. I'm uh, just handcuffed and hanging. I'm just handcuffed and hanging. My dad's got me up here. No big deal. Um... Yeah, the dad shows up again in full freaking leather and is like standing behind her and she's like, please let me out. Well, okay. Let me stop you real quick. Yeah. So, all right. So she's in the attic. There's a chimney that runs as the course of the house, you know, height. And um, so she's hung by a, a spike into the brick and hanging against the brick of the chimney. Somehow our uh, protagonist... Fool. Climbs fool, fool climbs this and knocks a brick out to talk to her, which is ridiculous. First of all, right away. Yeah. Now, strong. have you ever like you you just can't do that in real life, but that's fine. And and <laughs> and, 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 and um, he gets her loose, 
Yeah, and, and that's they're true. right. Yeah, that's the one thing. He, so she did get loose, so her hands were free. So she's just pretending to still be exactly. there when so, the dad shows up. So the dad shows up. He's in full BDSM black. Yeah, extremely inappropriate. So she puts her hands back up and starts like communicating, like please let, please me, let out. me out, please let me go. And he stands in, in the shot of his, of her against the brick, and you see her in the back, see him in the background, and he grabs his dick. Yes. Which is I not exposed couldn't... or anything, but he like he's through the leather. He grabs himself and then does this extremely disturbing like, like, yeah. like sigh, and it's so terrifying because obviously he's like, "This is my chance." Yeah, he's like, "Finally, I get." Finally, yeah, yeah. And she's it's like, bad. The, the imagery of this shot is so disturbing. It, you really like so much of this movie was weird and disturbing, but we kind of like laughed our way through it. But at this point, we were watching it, and you and I were both dead silent. Yeah, I'm like, like Whoa. we didn't even do the like what the fuck or like the, no. We just sat there and we're like, okay. It was so ahead. uncomfortable. I was like, wow, I cannot believe they went there like that. They it went was, all the way. I almost missed it because it, it was pretty quick, you know. But yeah, it was very subtle. And I think that's I, I I think that's kind of good on Wes. I think it's interesting, you know. I mean, he's mm-hmm. trying to show you like this is how messed up this guy's mind is. Like he's yeah. living with his sister, he calls her mommy, she, she calls, calls him, him daddy, dad, yeah. And I, he's sexually repressed. I'm guessing, like you know, in some strange way, like. It's extremely disturbing. It's very disturbing. There is very... some sort of trauma that we oh, don't, yeah. we're Dude, not even I could privy not even, to. Their childhood, like, you, you could write, like, a, like yeah, a gra- graphic novel. You could do a whole prequel to this movie. To, the, to just those, their upbringing. The like, brother and sister. They were definitely abused. It was weird. Um, So, at the very last minute, like, mom calls the dad back, and then Fool shows up. He's got that lighter again. He's always with the stand lighter. Um, and he's basically trying to convince Alice that uh, you are not their daughter. They're baby snatchers. You were a kidnapped baby. She tells him dad has drained the pond so we can't jump out the attic window because the pond is, like, full of rocks now. Um, and it turns out for some reason this house is, like, rigged to explode. There's dynamite everywhere. <laughs> so I loved finding this out. So this guy who had blown holes through all of his walls has his house oh my God. ready to explode at, at a moment's I didn't even notice. make that connection. He's just shooting blindly. He just obviously, <laughs> like, either he's just, like, such a gifted engineer and, like, um, you know, There's dynamite everywhere. he's like, whatever, like, you know, I'll rebuild. Or It's like, bro, you have your house rigged to explode. Wow. To explode. And you're just shooting like you don't even care. Oh, my. So it cuts to, like, the mom and the dad. They're, they're arguing about Alice. Um, they, they're, like, trying to kill each other. And then they stop because they hear a noise, and it's clearly Fool and Alice that are in the chimney. Um, he starts shooting again, which very on brand for him. Uh, <laughs> he, like, Fool drops a brick on his head, and then Alice and Fool decide they're going to slide down this chimney and take which out the mom. seems to go forever. Yeah, it's a really long scene going on this chimney. The chimney, but... like, they have this, like, um, I can't think of the style, like, photography. Like the it's Nightmare a real Before close Christmas. shot, yeah. Um, like you oh, see like it a doesn't sh- seem like stop motion. Stop motion, thank you. Yeah, I don't know why I can think of that, but yeah, like you see their feet on the side of the yeah. brick, and it's like kind of this up and down thing, and you, it's obvious that sped he just up. sped like, up. What's they did that a lot in yeah. those days, like even Freddie. Because it looks they, weird. Freddie, they did that stuff, and it looks weird. It looks unnatural. You know immediately, like this film footage isn't like natural time. Yeah, exactly. um, but 
yeah, they land on the mom. Um, then they keep sliding down and they decide to split up and Alice slides out of the fireplace in the living room and then the fool goes into the basement. Mom confronts Alice. Um, they start fighting and then again, she's like, burn in hell. <laughs> um, they search the kitchen. She's hiding, blah, blah, blah. A lot of shit happens. Uh, there's a really awesome scene where the dad like corners fool in the basement, but fool has a gun on him and goes, you know, a prayer, say it. Yeah. It was so bad. I was like, yeah, fool. Um, but then there's movie trap Sarah's and fool like gets hurt again. And then the movie takes this weird turn where like there's a knock on the door and they answer it. And it's, um, what's her Ruby. name? Ruby. Fool's sister. Fool's sister knocks on the door. The wise black man. And black. she's got a complaint about the rent. She's like, we, you know, all the tenants are really unhappy and you're charging this crazy rent and you've let our apartments go to absolute shit. And basically the mom's like, screw you. Um, then it cuts back down to the people. <laughs> this movie is wild. Like, so it cuts back to the basement. <laughs> and like you were saying earlier, all these people under the stairs have flashlights. <laughs> And the flashlights turn on. It distracts the dad so Fool can escape. Um, then it cuts back. Into the pen of the crazy That's fool. right. Fool escapes into the pen where all the people under the stairs are being kept. Well, actually, okay. All right. Man, there's so much of this movie. We're never going to be able to cut this. We're never going <laughs> to be able to edit this. But, like, so Fool's in the in this pen. and Or, no, he's in the basement. Yeah. The crazy bigot white guy that owns a house, he's got a shotgun, and half of his, like, shit's off, because he's like, okay, I'm not BDSM anymore, I gotta take the mask off. Yeah, I'm hot. Like, I got, I got eye gouge, like... I've been running all I'm day. Not, my dick's not even hard anymore. I'm hot. Like, I gotta get, I gotta get into this. <laughs> and, um, the people under the stairs in the pen are, like, trying to help fool now. Like, yeah. They're like, yo, this, this little kid's woke, like, we're gonna help him. And so... They grab him through the fence, and they actually oh, because that's right. and they start dragging him over towards the lock yes. where the fence opens because they know that Mr. Bigot is going to shoot this little boy. Yeah, they use and, him as and they put him right up to where the lock is, and then drop him just in time mm-hmm. to shoot the lock open. Which yeah, I thought very clever. Was like kind of this cool thing that Wes was doing, you know, There's like, a to lot put of in the things. film. There's a lot of these little thought out things he was doing. Like the ring um, from Spencer. Yeah. It's like they really were like, hey, don't he forget was, this ring. And I then... think Wes is really trying to communicate to the audience. Mm-hmm. And this is like in 91. Like it's a lot of it is gimmicky, but he, you know, if it works, it works. And that it and works. when they dropped him and the, 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 the shotgun, you know, bird shot busted the lock open. I was like, first of all, holy wow. Mm-hmm. These like weird cannibals are very smart, and they yeah. obviously like fool. And so by doing that, fool was able to come in and be with them, and then, and then you can go on. Now we're at where you're <laughs> I at. mean, because we're getting to the we're getting to the big the, the big weird, uh, finale the big, here um, <laughs> to the elixirs <laughs> to the weird elixirs. Um, so then it cuts back to uh, the wise grandpa and Ruby and he's like pretending to be the police. So, um, the mom opens up the door again and when she opens the door, the whole freaking, um, like block is full of all of their like wronged tenants. There's gotta be like a hundred people out there. Like yeah. they well, all, she says like community, what do you mean? And she's like, look, boom, look at this community behind me. Um, they've all assembled to protest basically this horrid like rent conditions. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Very unprofessional on my computer going <laughs> off. Um, 
And the mom almost shoots them, but right when she's about to shoot, freaking Alice just like drops from the ceiling and lands yeah, on her. Yeah, which is insane. It's freaking insane. Doesn't make There's sense. There's so many insane, uh, unbelievable things. She's dropped. That happen in this movie. She drops. The mom's like screaming, lands on the stairs somehow. Um, <laughs> no, what? what? No, no, no. She oh, slams right, her head into right. the... She slams her head down. Yeah. Um, then it cuts back down to the people under the stairs with Fool. Uh, and the people are like, <laughs> Fool's telling them, I'll help you escape. And they're all like, yo, look at this door over here. You should get in. And Fool's like, don't worry, I've learned from the best. Because he's been a burglar for one day. And he is able to get into this door that's in the pen with the people under the stairs. And it's... Go Keep ahead. Going. No, no, no. I, I, I think you should finish your thought first. But I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have thoughts. He opens. This movie has given me a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> so many thoughts. When he opens the door, uh, there is a huge pile of gold coins and cash. Just like yeah, tons just, uh, of it. Basically like... Um, it's like Indiana Jones like who, finding the treasure. No, no. Who's the duck? The cartoon duck who's rich? Oh, um, Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah, it is Darkwing Duck. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking, like, that's a superhero, though, but he well, has two he's identities. Well, he's got an alter ego. Like, he's screwed. <laughs> no, I know, I know. He's very Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> I... You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I never watched it, Honestly, though. I'm... I feel shamed, but... No, yeah, Darkwing Duck, it looks Usually exactly... It's classic. It looks... It looks exactly like that. Like, he yeah. swims through it. But, okay... So I'm going to cut the story for a second. I know that we're going so long. It's ridiculous. But what the fuck? Like, you're keeping your fortune yes. in the pen. The only way to get to your fortune is through the pen of your uh, the neglected sons. sons? The sons. So these, the babies so essentially, you these people were like, we have to have a baby, but we're brother and sister. So we're going to steal or adopt babies. And when they say... Something bad will Or they've been exposed to evil. They, they, they kill them. Or they, they don't kill if them. If they see something evil. Maybe they kill them. So, well, or yeah, so they didn't kill them. But like, you're no good. We're going to put you in the basement. Yeah. So you kept them in between your like fortune? Yeah. What, what? I Look, I, I don't I just, know either. I'm like, so <laughs> perplexed. Like maybe they had another way to get into it. But you anyway, I, I got to put that out there. Like, what? What in the very world? Very weird place to keep your fortune. Because very clearly, strange place to keep yeah. your fortune. Like, I keep my stuff in a in drawers, you know, yeah. that I can access readily accessible and not guarded by um, right cannibals that I have forced to I become have cannibals. A, a hard drive. I keep. That's some right. Stuff I have an external hard drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Um, all these people are outside, but the mom has, like, a system override. The house is crazy. For 91, this house is, like, really modern. Like, we have Google Home. This house trumps oh, Google yeah, Home Oh, yeah, right, because way. of the daughter. Yes, it's wild. Oh, wait, so, yeah. Okay. So all the doors are locked. Alice is, like, WTF. Uh, there's a great scene where mom and Alice go at each other, and, of course, mom's, like, burn in hell for the 80th time right. in this film. <laughs> she really wants to see these people burn in hell. Mom's got a knife. It's a really awesome scene. But at the last minute, the people under the stairs, because Fool has let them out, um, escape. And they are freaking busting through walls, busting through stairs. Uh, for some reason, like, we were watching it, they are super strong. I don't understand how these... They should be 
incredibly emaciated. Emaciated, yeah. Yeah, and they are literally busting through solid wood, like walls and stairs. They're busting through the floor stairs of yes. wood. Imagine trying to bust through your floor with your fists because that's what they're doing. doing yeah. <laughs> and, and they're real casual about it. Like they're just like, yeah, here we are. If that's the case, how come they couldn't get through the freaking pens in the basement? I don't know why. Tell me. Okay, so if we go back, um, Fool is in with the... So the um, people on the stairs say Fool. They sh- he shoots the lock off and he gets in the pen with the weird crazy people. And then he's like, hey, you need to break into this room to see yeah. the treasure. When you go into that room, there's this shot of a side room, and it shows all of these potions. That's, we haven't even seen it yet. We're not there yet. No, we're not there oh, yet. Okay. Well, I we have I, to be there because no, that was we're before not. I he wrote busted these notes. through. Mm-mm, I wrote these notes like as oh. it was happening. I'm telling okay, you, we're well, not there. I think that's why they were so strong. You think he was like poisoned or like giving? I, them I think stuff? that I think that they were subtly um, experimented on. I mean, why do they? It look makes like, you wonder. Why do they look like that? And why did they? Sh- why did he take the effort to show this weird? This movie has layers. This movie has layers. <laughs> I mean, why would he even have that shot in there? I All mean, right, let's get there. Um, the people bust through. We're like, how the hell are the they so strong? Was before that, yes, one hundred percent. Okay. I mean, Mom is stabbed by the people. Um, the people under the stairs surround her. Alice is like, oh my god, you're not my mother. And the mom tells her to burn in hell again because she had to get one last burn in hell in. Before she dies. Before she dies. Um, the people under the stairs basically throw her down the stairs. Yeah. The dad finds her, who's still in BDSM and here. And then she dies as he as And he she dies. Um, so then it cuts back to Fool, who's still in the like vault where all this money is. And he's looking at the money. He's like, no wonder there's no money in the projects. It's all here. And then the camera pans. And that's when we see this, like, really immaculate chemistry lab just chilling in this money vault. Um, Which is why I think they were so strong. I think you're right now that I'm thinking about it. Because you and I were so caught off guard. It's like, why is there this chemistry lab just chilling down there? But... So dad Why like goes. Why bust through all those walls like that? How could you do it? And they didn't look like normal humans. But exactly. anyway, uh, dad is like enraged because mom is dead. So he goes to kill fool. But fool set up this pretty clever distraction with um. He's like stuck coins into the wax of candles and then lit the candles with this lighter that he's had the entire movie. Um, and then as it's melting, the can the coins are dropping off the candles and it distracts the dad. And then they get into this like standoff where he's like, um, "If you shoot me, I'm gonna blow up the house because you've rigged the whole house with explosives." Right, and I'll go back to what you were saying with the candles. Right behind the candles that he saw, there was like just this box of dynamite. Yeah, I'll so we did that. see that prior. Like, I mean, this movie is literally like <laughs> ridiculous. It is, but ridiculous. it does have this way. Like, I feel like he was trying to be like, "Hey, this is why this happened." There's a reason this for is why everything. this happened, and I think that it was covered, even though they're all completely ridiculous the and, un- and unbelievable. But I did, I do kind of appreciate that. It's like we saw the bundle of dynamite before. You knew it was going to um, come this back. This 13-year-old kid wired up. Yeah, I mean, they were in the <laughs> attic like halfway, like the movie, 30 minutes ago. They're like, oh, yeah, there's just dynamite everywhere. Alice is like, yeah, my dad's rigged the whole house That's to explode for some yeah, reason. No like, whatever. Yeah, who um, doesn't? There's not a lot left after that. Um, he goes to shoot him, but fool's like, screw you, blows up the house. Somehow him and Alice are fine. The money, like, is just sent out into the air. Go ahead. No, 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 I I think this is like the, um, 
what is it? The pop off. It's like the it's end. the climax. This it's is the... why we watch all this this gorgeous bulldog. By the way, like yeah. chase Ving rings over and over again. Yeah. Um, and uh, this you know pale skinned white girl be extremely disturbed. Horribly and, abused, uh, ter- whole abused. Life. but I think I think that like Wes was like I'm gonna film so much h- h- fucking dread, yeah, and then there's gonna be this champagne pop. It, it literally it, is an explosion, yeah, yeah. And so at so this young kid who stands up against these two crazy people, mm-hmm. like insane people, insurmountable low, odds, insurmountable obs, uh, obs, obs. We've obs. had a lot to drink. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But no, like, I think it's amazing. Like, he blows this guy up. He falls into the mechanical pit. Of water. Uh, where, um... Hell water. Leroy died. He yeah. falls into there, and he's dead. He gets blown up. The kid survives. The whole house just shoots money. Everywhere. To all the community. The tenants who have gathered. Who have gathered at the landlord. Who've all been wrong by this crazy and all psycho. just picking up money. They're all just like, yo. The very last line, Alice comes out, fool is sitting there completely fine, and Alice is like, um, "How are, are you okay?" And he just says, "I feel like a million dollars." Yeah, I feel like a million dollars. And then there's a weird little scene where one of the people from under the stairs like gives him this weird like grin, like almost like a thumbs up. Um, yeah, like hey, and my face it. is mutilated, but like. <laughs> but I'm uh, having a good time. <laughs> hopefully, I can wean off of this human flesh diet. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I can. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best. And uh, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, uh, and now all that's left is some really exciting IMDb trivia. Trivia, 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 trivia. Um, so you suggested this movie to me. Uh, in turn, I'm going to give you some trivia that I hope that you haven't heard before about this. Okay. Okay. Are you excited? <laughs> no, I'm nervous. You're ner- <laughs> Don't I'm be little, nervous. It's great. I'm like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deeds. It's People Under the Stairs. It came out in 91. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62%. Are you surprised or expect that? Um, not surprised. Not surprised? Yeah, I, I was about the same. Uh, directed by Wes Craven. It was an hour and 40 minutes long, and it's classified as a horror comedy. We talked earlier. I get the horror. That was hilarious. <laughs> Don't get the comedy. <laughs> I do not get the comedy. Um, the official tagline of the movie was... In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. You know, I would have done the um, two, um, God, let me think for a second. Too old to get tit, too young to get <laughs> pussy. I think that if he would have went. No, not with, pussy, it was to get ass. <laughs> to get ass, right. <laughs> you took it next level. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, friends. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have been a really good. Um, I freaking love that. Um. <laughs> So, some trivia. Wes Craven was actually inspired to write this film after reading a real-life news story about burglars breaking into a house. Um, When authorities arrived, the burglars had disappeared, but it turns out they had discovered locked doors with noises coming from behind them, and children had been locked up inside the rooms by their parents, and they were never allowed to go outside. So, that's apparently a news article that Wes Craven... Look, I just got this from IMDb, but that's what IMDb said. So, he was inspired... By something that happened. Something horrific that had happened. Ugh, that's so weird, man. Think about, like... Yeah. So, across the whole world, like, who's doing some weird, nefarious shit mm-hmm. with, like, humans in, in a property? Not that long like, ago, remember that family where it turned out there was, they like, were, a million For years, kids. 
for years they were like in a basement or something. Yeah, and they weren't allowed out. Oof. That's freaking Isn't that weird. like in Mid- the they, Midwest? Yeah, and they had to, like, when they were asking the kids about things, the kids couldn't answer questions because they didn't have any frame of reference. Like, they didn't. It was like over a decade. It was very they, like, weird. Didn't know how the world worked. It's, it's freaking weird. Um, some more trivia. Hillary Swank auditioned for the role of Roach. Of Roach? Mm-hmm. Holy I, shit. I guess Roach <laughs> was originally written to be either a male or female. And uh, yeah, I guess when she was young, she auditioned for it. Um, wow. Wes Craven chose Wendy Roby and Everett McGill to play the parts of Mommy and Daddy after he saw them play husband and wife on the TV series Twin Peaks in 1990. Which I watched Twin Peaks because of our cousin Hillary. I'm... Not Hillary, Jesus Christ. Haley. Haley. <laughs> I've had a few. For the record, uh, Cassidy's uh, hairstylist is named That's right. And I'm going to really miss her because I just yeah. found out today she's moving out of state. And I'm like, who's going to cut my hair? Thinking a lot about Hillary today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Wendy Roby, who played the mom, says this movie is the most fun she's ever had on a film set. And it's one of her favorite projects she's ever done. Interesting. Um, and then the last bit of trivia I have for you is the tape recorder that was playing a version of... Their prayer? Their prayer is actually a nod to Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. Uh, in that movie, Nancy said the proper prayer before she prepared to meet Freddy Krueger in her nightmares. Oh, um, man. Yeah, it's good, so right? Cool. Um, the prayer is also spoken in Craven's first film, The Last House on the Left, from 1972. Sure. Right. Um, that was redone. That was redone. Yeah. And the Craven film title, My Soul to Take, 2010, is directly taken from the last line in the prayer. And that's the trivia I have for you. It's amazing. Thank I you. I feel like I've, I'm like a horror movie buff now. So I want to talk final thoughts about the film. <laughs> I, I think you know, I want to ask when you, because we have known each other for 15 years, I think now, like honestly 15 years, and you have brought this movie up several times. Does it hold, like what is it like to remember it? It doesn't hold up. It doesn't yeah. really. Yeah, no, I wasn't scared watching it. But as a kid, I was very scared. I was terrified. Definitely. Um, yeah, no, nowadays, nowadays it's like more like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're older and you're... So as a kid, I was I was um, ignorant. Like, I wasn't stupid. I was ignorant. I didn't know anything. Well, you're just a kid. Just a kid, right? So you see something and, and you go like... <laughs> I... I I wonder what this is. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you do. I think I remember being like, I wonder what that is. Why is that happening? Yeah. Nowadays, I know exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's more psychological. You have all sorts of uh, context and, and experience you can draw on to be like. And I love you. Like, I love talking to you because we argue about, um, God, you know, Somer Everything? Oh. And like how he's trying to be more um, psychological. Mm-hmm. Or um, un- uneasy yeah. type of horror. Yeah. And I think that that's interesting, like, that he's trying to do that on the adult level. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, it was uneasy because I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult, it's like, obviously, I know what's going on. Yeah. But this guy's, like, trying to do that for, like, our, you know, mental level. Are we talking about... 
like the director of Hereditary. Oh, Ari Aster. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he like, is doing it. That is the new wave of horror is right? creeping, unsettling. You know, you have It Follows, you've got The Witch. It's not about jump scares so much. The Witch. Yeah, it's not about just and I don't like, even think shocking that... and throwing gore at people. They're being more methodical about it, and I, I yeah. appreciate it because I'm not a big fan of horror. I'm just not. I appreciate horror, and I appreciate the experience mm-hmm. if I get scared. Yeah, and this you didn't know, scare you? As a kid, it did. I I gotta be honest, it it kind of got to me. Like I I think for my final thoughts, I am I should preface this by saying I'm a huge fan of horror movies. It's my favorite genre, and it definitely makes me biased towards this. Right. Um, I I just have a real big soft spot for horror. I Let me. Are you happy with the state of horror film in our? I am now. I think there was a lot of years. life or whatever. There was a lot of years where it kind of fell flat, but I think since like 2015 we've seen... Do you think they can do better? I think they are doing better. I think it's getting better and better. And we are... Not not that it's... uh, I just think they're... I think they're exploring new avenues and it's no longer about... uh, Jump scares are wonderful, and they are a good tool, but they were overused for a really long time. And now that we're seeing this like uh, onset of this kind of creeping, unsettling horror, uh, I'm I'm happy to usher in the new era. I agree that they were misused for a long time. Let's just bring it back to to the people under the stairs. I had absolutely no idea what I was going into. It's one of those movies that. I, honest to God, didn't know anything about it. I had never heard of it before outside of you. And to be able to watch it so fresh like that was really exciting. Um, it felt like a Wes Craven film, even though it it was weird. The movie is weird. It's nonstop weird, uh, but it's shot well. And It is, yeah. You're right. I, it, that's the thing with the arguments. Like he did such a good he job. He did a really he put good a job. Lot of effort the into story that makes a lot of sense because I mean, even just talking through it, I was piecing things together that I hadn't realized. Not a ton of plot holes that I can't forgive. You know, there's nothing like glaring that sticks out where it ruins the film or takes me out of the film. Uh, like it was when they when talk about how the back door was open. Yeah, I mean, I like, remember, he deliberately like, puts it in there. So he's like, yo, no plot holes here. Yeah. Well, I assumed things went wrong. I'm like, how did he get up there? And, like, even in the moment, I went, wait, they just said the they back door They literally was just said how he got in and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm it's like, so damn it. I'm, like, waiting to... For a horror movie, for a 91 horror movie, it's pretty tight. Um, it's The gore is phenomenal. The gore it, is really good. Yeah, it earned that R rating, and it earned it well. And I, my final thoughts are, I, I honestly really enjoyed it in a way that I didn't think I would, because I, not to say that I wasn't going to enjoy it, I just I enjoy all horror movies, but this is really unique. And it's extreme. It's... I'm not going to forget I, it. As we were watching this, I was like, man, I'm so good. Like, I didn't even know I, I, I like, recommended such a... It, this is such a good movie I've for you. I've never seen a movie like this. Yeah, and this I've, was a really good movie for you. It was fascinating. Um, so now we got to go to... Uh, we're going to give some ratings. Yep, um, we're going to do a rating. 
So I think we decided that we're going to do ratings uh, on a great bomb system, which is... Yeah, so zero great bombs means it sucks. Yeah. Five great bombs means... We freaking loved it. Yeah, and this isn't like a, a hard critique of the film. It's just like, did we like it or did we hate it? So don't put a whole lot of weight into it. Um, Trevor, so who goes first? Is it me or you? I think that you suggested the movie. I think you should go first. So we're great bomb rating, please. <clears throat> um, I think this is a really, really tough, tough, tough one because of the time. I think that after watching it, for me, watching movies, it's like, how believable is it? Mm-hmm. And this movie was just like not believable at all. It's a horror. And I know movie. that's not fair, but I think I'm gonna have to. To say three. 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 Three, three great moms. Um, okay. Very good. Um, I I don't know if it's going to surprise you or not. <laughs> I honestly really liked this movie a No, lot. no, it won't surprise <laughs> me. You, you were very, very different. Yeah, we have very different tastes. I loved it. Um, I don't think it's like the greatest horror movie I've ever seen, but I also know after watching it, I'm never going to forget it. Um, I was impressed by a lot of it. I place a lot of value into a story and how it's told and the pacing, and I thought the pacing was good. Um, I'm going to give it four out of five. Great. Um, amazing, 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 amazing. Astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a three on Trevor, we got a four on Cass. Let's cheers. We poured some great bombs. I'm, I'm not going to do four, but I will do one. Cheers, friends. One. So we're getting towards the end, and we need to decide what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Like things like Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> being John Malkovich, Back to the Future. I've also never seen Ghostbusters. Which is insane. Ghostbusters? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have a long list. I already know my wife hasn't seen Ghostbusters, but just hearing her say it, it's like... <laughs> It's like visceral. It's like actually in the air. Like it's in the atmosphere of my dining room. And it has poisoned your happiness. <laughs> Who the fuck has it seen ghosts? Yo, I don't know, okay? Vinkman. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's the last name of one of the characters. Okay, how would I know that? I've never seen it. Hey, also, I got an email about people under the stairs because I put out a call for it. From the people? <laughs> Not from the people under the stairs. <laughs> Oh, you can get a cannibal email? Uh-uh. Inter- <laughs> You're keeping it. Keep okay. it. You're All not right. cutting that. <laughs> but what do you say? Excuse me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the first three episodes of the podcast, um, we're also learning how to do it. But I did put out a call for emails. Uh, anyone that had a... Uh, a story or interesting viewing experience surrounding one of the first three uh, movies we're doing. And I actually got a response um, from an old high school friend of mine named Lee about people under the stairs. And I found it very interesting and I wanted to share it. I'm so ready for this. Okay. Lee writes, uh, People under the stairs came as a surprise to me. My aunt would record movies uh, from like Blockbuster and compile them on larger tapes. Which I think is awesome, actually. Back in the day. (laughs) Right? Blockbuster. Um, On the tape was two Godzilla movies. Then People Under the Stairs was the third. Good taste. (laughs) 
So after watching the 1980s reboot of Godzilla, it moved abruptly to the opening credits of People Under the Stairs. Disturbing as it sounds, it was educational and opened my eyes to racism, religious insanity, and how you shouldn't trust someone by how they present themselves. Uh, Damn straight. It's Yeah, it's powerful stuff, actually. <laughs> Imagine watching Godzilla and then People Under the Stairs. I... Things an eight-year-old should have known already, but we lived on my grandmother's property surrounded by farms. The villains in the movie also disturbingly reminded me of several extended relatives down south who I now wouldn't doubt be cannibalistic. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Family reunions are fun for Lee. Um, I would credit this movie being the spark that made me avoid church and religion entirely. Uh, The keeping of the actual children in the basement, I think, was the thing that disturbed me the most and made me have flashbacks to the Morlocks and the Time Machine. Overall, it is a good movie and a Wes Craven classic. That's a, wow. that's a great email, actually. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, <laughs> when I asked detailed. for emails, I didn't think I was gonna get something like that. Was that was great? It's so uh, yeah. fantastic. I mean, yeah, he summed it all up. I can't even think of anything else I'd want to say about that. It's, I'm charmed and also impressed. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Cheers, Lee. Uh, Trevor, what are we doing next, my love? Next, we have a. A movie about girls who dress in black and they um, it's me yeah but it's about you Except I don't think they wear fishnets hey <laughs> um, but yeah we, it's the craft the craft we also have a special guest our really good friend Kristen Longo <laughs> much Did better no it's much better than I would have said it <laughs> All right, friends, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Tell Me You've Seen This, no apostrophe, all one word. Uh, we're also looking for movie suggestions. If you think I have not seen your favorite movie, odds Which is are... probably the case. <laughs> yep, odds are you're right. Um, please email us your suggestions. Uh, Trevor, what's the email address? It is Tell Me You've Seen This, all one word, no apostrophe. If you put an apostrophe, you will not get to us you will not get through to us we will never know if you, you exist. are a grammar nazi then this is not for you yeah you are not gonna like our no email possible. address tell me you've seen this at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> guys uh subscribe review we're on all the major platforms hopefully by the time you're listening to this and uh cheers cheers friends good guys she's finally seen the movie it's about now that she's seen the movie, no need to rewind. Good Lord, she's finally seen the movie, crack open some wise. She's finally seen the movie.